From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. everybody. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna. I'm your host. I'm also the author of many books. If you're new to the show, the most recent is called Emotional Detox Now, which is where I have my signature cleanse practice, which is the steps of emotional processing in that book. But this is a show about mental health. It's about spirituality. It's a place for us to explore spirituality and spirit, what that means to each and every one of us. And everybody's different. Everybody has their own unique spin on that. And to to really just raise our awareness, our our self-awareness, our expand our consciousness together. Because I really believe this is the route to unity, folks. in terms of, you know, when we go to the brain and we're thinking and we're talking, blah, 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 you know, the road, the road to unity is through spirit, I think. And I'm, I'm pretty sure my, my guest today is probably on the same wavelength. I can see her, her nodding her head right now. <laughs> Let me bring her in. Uh, I have Dr. Janelle Kim here. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I am so happy to be here. And you are correct. I completely align with this. (laughs) I think I would love for you to tell the audience who you are, if that's okay. I think that's going to feel better for me today. I I know we've got this really, I I hope that you give yourself all the credit because your bio is incredible, right? You've got this beautiful background, lots of experience. Why don't you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. So my name is Dr. Janelle Kim. I come from a long lineage of herbologists, doctors, practitioners of martial arts, practitioners of the Tao, which is also what I call the source, right? That's one way of understanding it, the universe. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, I think that's one of the most important things for me to share. I always love to start that way, whether I say it out loud or whether it's in my mind, because it's the most important thing I connect to in the sense that all of my ancestors who came before me dedicated their entire lives to understanding to the best of their ability, truly dedicated their lives to understanding the human mind, body, and spirit, and the way that we connect within ourselves, and then the way that we connect to others and to the universe. And that's, you know, a pretty <laughs> huge topic, but ultimately that is the ultimate search for, for a human being as far as, as far as I am concerned. And so I come from this long lineage and from this lineage, my lineage has passed down secrets of medicine and secrets because this is what they, they devoted their whole lives to. And whether it's an herbal medicine, which is something I devoted the last 20 years of my life, and I will continue to do so. Um, I have a lab and the long story short, we contract manufacture products all based on herbal medicine, which I did not necessarily know my life was going to go in this direction, but I realized that this is what the universe is pushing me towards. I wish to have clinics and the universe kept pushing me towards having formulas and kind of being out in the world in a different way. And I took that opportunity when I realized that that's what was happening. Um, and I I'm very grateful because I feel like I, uh, part of my role in my lineage as ninth generation doctor, practitioner of martial arts and practitioner of the Tao, the very first woman in my lineage, is really to share it with the entire world. Um, For those of you who see me, you might actually see that I am Asian, of course, but my mother's American. So my father was Korean. My mother's American. You know, 40 years ago, I just turned 40. That was absolutely not common. And the truth is, it still isn't common in that manner. And so I feel like thinking of all these things from the moment I entered this world, even though I wasn't always fully aware, um, it wasn't brought to the front of my consciousness that, that this is my purpose in this life. And I'm very certain, I'm very, I know this for a fact, to be able to share these principles that have been passed down for centuries in my lineage, but honestly, for how long, I do not know. And to be able to share it with all parts of the world, because I really understand that. And without these principles of, I call the three M's or the three pillars, I already kind of mentioned, 
medicine, which I have devoted my life and sharing herbal formulas, the understanding of the human body based on Eastern medicine with the world, mostly through my lab, JBK Wellness Labs. Um, for those who I should probably at least finish that thought, contract manufacturing means we make products for, for other brands. So we make products for big brands carried all over the world in your high-end spas, retailers, you know, CVS, Walgreens, that kind of thing. And so you can see maybe what I mean when I say I didn't necessarily know my life was going to go this path, but I'm grateful because the a number of people I can reach and hopefully help to educate on what Eastern medicine and integrative medicine is. So, so can I get, yes. So, so Dr. Kim and, and everyone, just so you also know the uh, Dr. Kim has wrote a book. So those of you who are like, Whoa, this is, this is quite a bit of information already. That's, that's why people write books, right? Dr. Kim. So Mm -hmm. you can pass it on. Your book is called, why don't you share the title of your book? It's uh, My Young Son. Yes, is that correct? Did I say it right? Okay, My Young Son. Mm-hmm. And it's the, it's the Korean art to living meditation, the right. Korean art to living meditation. And so let's go back to the lab thing. I right. want to get some clarity around the lab. Yes. So you create products for brands, meaning your brand is not on it. Is that no. correct? That's correct. That's okay, right. so if they so if they want something from Eastern herbal something, right? Some some you're it. You're you're really what's behind that product. You you right. can't- and it doesn't even have to necessarily be herbal. You know that based on that that wisdom of herbal medicine comes proper formulation. That's a whole mm-hmm. other podcast we could do together. It's something I educate around the world, whether it's your skincare, your internal formulas, and so even brands who don't necessarily even know or are aware of putting herbs or botanicals in their formulas, usually they opt to do so once they understand the whole whole picture, still come to us and we're known for proper formulation of, like I said, skincare, nutraceuticals, internal supplements, you name it, body care, hair care. And so that is the, the first pillar of medicine of the three M's. And okay. we're sharing my book, which I just launched back in January, but it's as far as I'm concerned, a lifelong process as I'm sure you relate with, That would be the second pillar, which is meditation. In this case, I call it living meditation. And the third pillar or the three of the three M's, the third M is movement. And why I break it down in that manner is, of course, the symbolic three. Here we are again, you know, head, middle, feet, Mm -hmm. earth, sky, heaven, human. And so I think that that's very significant. And that's exactly how it's been passed down, medicine, meditation, and movement. And if I believe and what has been passed down for centuries by our great sages, that if we incorporate all three of these aspects into our life in a balanced and very active, that's why it's living meditation manner, we can live our healthiest, most balanced, most happy and peaceful lives, no matter what is happening around us. And that doesn't mean we don't have hard days and we don't walk through challenges. It means that we know that that's part of life and we acknowledge that. However, we realize that we always have a choice of how we want to go about whatever we're faced with. This is fantastic, really, <laughs> Dr. Kim. I, I love the, the three pillars because you really make it digestible for people to understand. And I love the authenticity of this yeah. because the way that you say you, there's going to be bad days, right? But it doesn't mean that you're going down. <laughs> right? Exactly right. In fact, it could be um, an opportunity for you to, and I'd love to hear what what your take is on this, because of course I'm wearing my emotional detox hat over here and you've got your hat over there. Yes. And so I always look at it as an opportunity to move something uh, yes. and, and, and emotions. I'd love to know where um, you know, in terms of, uh, for all of that, in terms of moving the energy of emotions. And then as the energy starts to move, I always see that so much comes through that. So much value comes from that. What is your take? Hmm, I, I absolutely agree or resonate with. I like that word mm-hmm. better because it mm-hmm. reaches deeper with yeah. everything that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the emotional detox, I cannot wait to dive into this book. Um, and so I'm going to do that right away now that we've met and I'm, I'm, I'm fa- I feel the same about your book because I think, uh, you know, I, I'm just going to say it and hopefully it all works and I'm sure it will in this conversation, because when you say emotional detox, I actually think that we're speaking, which often happens when you're speaking of sp- source, principle, spirit, human, that foundational, the, pr- the 
universal principles, right? It usually all aligns. You know, we can find all the differences and I think our world is very good at that right now, but we can really just look at the foundation. And so when you say emotional detox, the way I often speak about that is being aware, number one, which I heard you say, and I know that's a huge part of it. And then the word I often use is purify, but purify mm-hmm. and detox are used hand in hand as far as I'm concerned, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always say what living meditation and what the ancient sages have passed down about living meditation, the ways that we are able to look at every single moment of our lives and decide what we are going to do in that moment is that we have to constantly purify our mind, body, and spirit. It's the nature of being human. You know, and that's a conversation I speak around the world when it comes to medicine and wellness and understanding of the body, even our skin, you know, every single aspect, but also our mind and our spirit, which we sometimes might forget about that the nature of being human means that we are basically, we have this dichotomy and the way I speak of it, like I said before, to me, source could be called the Tao. And I very much resonate with that. The Tao is the universe right? From the Tao came everything. And it doesn't matter what religion you are, what your beliefs are, what your age, your gender, your ethnicity, the Tao is the Tao. It's there, right? And that's one of the things I love the most about this understanding that's been passed on for so long. But from the Tao was is one, from the Tao came two. And that's where we hear yin and yang. And I won't go too far into this unless we want to. But yin and yang is everything we see in this entire world. It's night and day. It's feminine and masculine energy, right? It is loud. It's soft. It exists everywhere. And that's the constant balance when we speak of balance. And it exists within our bodies that way. It exists in how we relate to each other. It exists in what happens around around us. And so what I mean by that, kind of summing this up is, no matter how much we take care of ourselves, no matter how we think we, we, we think correctly, we speak correctly, we act correctly, and that word is very important to me, different than other words that we might write or true, right? And that's actually part of living meditation. By nature, we always have good and bad, if you kind of break it down that way. And it's not a judgment. It's this understanding of this yin and yang, this dichotomy that exists. And when you look at it that way, we recognize that as human beings, although we're perfect, we're imperfect. And we have to constantly purify or detox ourselves in order to remain in balance. Because the second we think, you know what, I'm perfect, I'm great, which is, of course is an extreme example, you become unaware. You become unaware that you actually can sometimes slip. You can sometimes not see clearly. And so that emotional detox, that purification of the mind, body, spirit, creating good habits, training your mind in some sense, right? And connecting to a deeper source, I think is the most important thing in order to live a life that is not painful, stressful, you know, anxiety ridden. That's just the reality. So So what, that was beautiful. Well said, Dr. Kim. In terms of what was it like growing up the way that you grew up? So how did this information get passed on? What did, can you give us a little picture of that? Absolutely. And that's probably a huge part of what I should have put in the beginning of my bio um, and, and something that I share in my book. But my father was actually raised as a monk from the age of seven to 14 in the mountains of East Asia with his teacher or master. That's, that's the way we refer you know, in East Asian culture. Um, it's almost like a movie, right? And even as his daughter, uh, he was my closest, he my everything. I still sit down sometimes and think about that. It's such a different thing. My son is now nine. And when he turned seven, I remember, and even now I look at him and I think, my goodness, what a different way of life. Now in East Asia, that is somewhat common, not super common, but is understood. You see children who are sent to the temples, for example, and they're young monks. And now that I say that, people might even see that, you know, mm-hmm. he was a little bit different in that he truly went to the mountains of East Asia for numerous reasons. And that's where he studied the three M's, you know, at the time, I don't think he called it the three M's, but that is hopefully a way that I can explain communicate it properly. Right. And so that is how, you know, I have to say how it started closest to me. And this was handed down to him from so many masters and teachers that came before him. And then here I come along, right? And so that is one one of the strongest ways that it came into my life is is learning from my father as my greatest mentor, these principles of medicine, meditation, and movement. And so when you learned from from him, what did that look like? Because I'm I'm imagining, you know, today's parenting, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. It's very, very different, right? It's very different today. 
so give us an idea of what did that look like when he passed this on to you? So Absolutely. obviously we know that we learn through observation, right? Yes. I mean, a big part of what we learn is through observation. And we know we learn from one-to-one teachings. Right. And how do you remember him teaching? Did yes. he have you do certain practices? What did that look like? Yes. I love that question. You know, not too many people ask it in that way. So, you know, and also I want to acknowledge that, as I mentioned before, my mom is a huge part of everything as well. You know, she is blonde hair, brown eyes from America, you know, and that is huge in that balance. And so the the number one thing I can say to you about how I was raised, how my father very much raised me, how my mother did, how our life went, because it wasn't so common. It still isn't. I don't know if it ever will be, to be honest, um, for most, but it was natural. And I think that's one of my favorite words. You know, sometimes when people ask, Janelle, what is living meditation? You know, do I have to live in the mountains as a monk? You know, and, and sometimes you get that feeling, especially with the ancient traditions. You have your yogis, your gurus, you have your masters, you know, your practitioners, your scholars. And while while it is that intense and it can and it is and can be that disciplined, it really comes down to being natural, having it be part of your natural life. And I will say that's the thing that I miss the most about my father. That was the most powerful part about him and, and the everything he passed down to myself and so many individuals over the course of his life. I hope to be doing the same. It's being natural, understanding these principles, realizing we can live in a life of reality. You know, I grew up basically in San Diego, California. You know, a lot of my traditions, especially being the first daughter, he was very traditional. I would have called it strict, <laughs> but now I understand why he said it's not so strict. It's traditional. He just stayed on principle. And that's what he would say to me. I stay on principles, which means everything. I basically, in my book, I share the eight keys, which I don't have. I will not go through them right now. I don't think I have that much time, but they're tools that constantly, every situation that you're in, you you look at that life that way. And it helps you to change your perspective. See where you're standing first. You have to know where you stand and be aware. That's what we acknowledged just a minute ago. And then we have to see, and, and if we choose to, open our minds, expand our mind to look clearly at what is happening around us, put ourselves in other people's shoes. Even if you never can't completely relate, open up your mind to at least open yourself to see that and how much different our world will become. And this can start young. Now with my two boys, I started this young. Doesn't mean they understand all the time, but you know, it's a process. It's that pure. So let me ask you this, if if you don't mind me interrupting. So it was, it was natural. And when he taught you the principle of looking at it, because I hear empathy, right? So I hear teaching, teaching empathy, but it sounds like it might've been a little bit more than just that. What was that like when he said, because so often we can, we can become we go to look at the lens of someone else's point of view, right. but then we, of course, have the influences of our own triggers and our own past experiences, right? Absolutely. And sometimes people kind of get caught in it and yes. confused yes. and some perhaps overwhelmed. So what did your father mean when he taught you that? So basically, we come into any situation. At this point in my life, as a parent, as a mom, I own businesses, I, you know, I'm close to my family and my community, things that happen in life. Every single moment that you come across, you stop for a minute. This is the living meditation. You stop for a moment, you pause, no one else has to know, and you make a decision, you make a choice. You know, as much as this can be very profound and, and, you know, there's no black and white, on some level, there is, right, that yin and yang. You can stop for a moment and make a choice. How do I want to look at this? Do I want to react or respond? I think that's a really important piece of this. And that is very much what my father taught me in different ways as I got you know, from young to, to being older. Meaning when you're in a situation, if we allow our emotions, which are important to feel and acknowledge, to, to be the cause of our reaction, and that's a different kind of a word, that is the way our life is going to go. It will be tough at some point if we lose control. And it's very easy to lose control if you are overcome with your emotions and and you don't gain control of yourself because that's all we can control versus responding, seeing a situation, acknowledging how we feel, but then realizing, okay, not just in this moment, when I go and yell at this person, stop for a second, expand your mind, train your mind and your heart to see a couple steps ahead. You know, it's a really amazing practice. If I do this right now and I yell back at this person, what is going to happen? And then it's my choice if I want to do it or not. You know, if I'm just really not in the mood to take it today and I know it's going to lead to something not so great, but I still want to do it, guess what? I'm completely in control of myself 
whether I, whether I want to be or not, or control of the situation, I should say. And if I react that way, there's a good chance a reaction is going to come back. Is this how I want to live my life? You know? And so, so basically these are, I hope I'm answering very clearly um, to the best of my ability, but it's basically certain habits that you start to teach yourself, no matter what you're doing in life. And that's what I mean by natural. No moment is the same. And so if we set ourselves up, there's certain tools that we can follow or framework, right? That we, I think, is always rooted in source, number one. But then it's a framework that we start to teach ourselves so that we don't just get carried away with all the winds of life and emotion. And that's where a lot of imbalances in our life come from, physically, mentally, anxiety, depression. You know, I don't usually make these claims, but that's that's the way it goes. And I don't think anyone would disagree in that manner, right? So- so. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more, and I can I can really identify with what your father was teaching, and now you're teaching us in that in terms of you know everyone's in such a rush, <laughs> Dr. Kim. Right? I mean, it's it's rushing here, rushing there, hurry up, and it you can see the impact on our mental health. I know people that work in the healthcare industry. I have many family members that work in the healthcare industry, and some of them, quite frankly, feel abused. Yes, they do. They feel abused because they they're being you know people are yelling at them. They're upset and they're they're not feeling well or they're not they're right. feeling like they're not being heard. And some of it is just the way the the world is designed now, where it's hard to talk to a live person sometimes. And by yes. the time you get to that live person, you're so you've you've pushed all the buttons and pushed right. all the prompts and pressed all the links and you're like, if I could just talk to a human being, right? So I, I I get that. I get that levels of reactivity that we're all. And so, so what would, so you, in that situation, you're saying your father taught you to pause. Yes. To also <laughs> to think about how this could potentially roll out. Right. Right. And so, and you said something before, and I should uh, um, touch on that. You know, he never forced me to do anything. That's the beautiful part. Really funny because as traditional or strict, many people would agree with this as he was, he never told me unless it was a, maybe a dangerous situation. Don't do that. He would give me options and it takes a lot more time. And I tell my sons this, you know, it'd be much easier for mommy right now to either just yell at you and send you to your room or let you do what you're doing. This is not so easy for me sometimes when I'm doing a million things for work, wanting to be with you boys, whatever that looks like. They're good boys. But it's funny because they're here. And that's how my father taught me as well. So basically, he would give me choices because he practiced this so much, obviously, from the age of seven. If you do this, this is most likely the road you're going to go down. And if you do this, this is most likely the road that you're going to go down. So which one do you choose? And it's a very funny thing. It's um, actually what he used to call self-guard. You have to be your own self-guard in this life. And as a parent too, that's so important for our kids. You know, I love my boys beyond anything. I wish I could do everything in this world, let's be honest, to protect them. But there's going to be times I'm not around. And the best thing that I can do as my father and my mother did for me and what my lineage has taught is to teach them self-guard. Watch your own self. Realize that you have choices in this life and what choice are you going to choose? And in some way, even talking about it this way, I hope everyone feels that it can make everything a lot less chaotic. Right. So if something feels super overwhelming, sometimes a very tangible, realistic, in the moment thing you can do is pause, like we just said, Shariana, and then see your options quickly. You might not have the complete answer of where they go, but just push yourself through that. And it's amazing the difference that will make in our life. And the more we do it, the more it becomes a habit. And then our life starts to become a lot more calm, no matter what is happening around us. Right. Because it's not chaos. Wonderful. Wow. This is incredible. And guess what, everyone? We have to take a pause. Okay. We have to go to a break, but right. we will be right back after the break. I'm speaking with Dr. Kim. Her latest book is called My Young Song, The Korean Art to Living Meditation. We'll be right back. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. 
Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, to Mantras Made Easy, and The Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SherriannaBoyle.com. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna, and joining me is Dr. Kim. Dr. Kim's latest book is My Young Song, which is uh, the Korean art to living meditation. But as you can um, see, it's much more than meditation, right? Living meditation. We're getting a sense of what exactly that means. And you talked before the, the break, Dr. Kim, you spoke about the three principles, right? medicine, meditation, movement, right? So we're going to take a moment, everyone, and really dive into each one of them, but you're going to kind of get the cliff notes, obviously, if you want to get the full, the full, the grabber book. <laughs> so why don't we start with medicine? Sure, sure. I know I touched on that a little bit. And as I explained before, the, the first of the three M's or one of the three M's, it's not necessarily an order of priority because they're all important, is medicine. And what that really means to me is wellness. It's the way we take care of ourselves inside and out. You know, it is very important because of our time <laughs> frame right now. I can't go into too much detail, but let me be very clear. It is so important how we eat and take care of ourselves in a balanced manner. There are so many ideas out there and some of them are amazing. Some of them are extreme. And at the end of the day, in all three of these pillars, but especially when it comes to wellness and, and being in control of our own health and our bodies, you have to be aware. And that's what we just talked about before, too. Be aware of yourself. You have to feel yourself. Check in. And through this living meditation and the way that we live, it's actually that much easier to check into how we feel as well. That can mean simply, of course, eat properly. Eat. Food is the number one most important medicine. And any good doctor or practitioner, I don't usually make such incredibly, you know, strong statements, but I'm going to, will agree that food is the best medicine. It is very important what we put inside of our bodies and it can be balanced, you know, for some of us. And that's where I say, you have to be aware of your body. For some of us being vegetarian feels the very best, but you have to be aware of how that feels for others of us. Having protein, eating meat is really important, you know, and that goes, this is strictly health, not speaking of other, you know, factors that might but be aware of that. See how it feels. When you take supplements, which is, which I create for brands, carry it all over the world. It's so important to see what that supplement is. Make sure you know where that formula is created, what the company is about, right? I'm kind of going through this quickly. Because mm -hmm. you're going to put it into your body. And even if it's the most amazing ingredient and the hottest thing, because there's trends all the time now going around, see how it feels. Pay attention. When you put it, when you enter a new supplement medicine into your life, pay attention to your body for a little bit, because even though so many people might say it's so great, if all of a sudden you start feeling really tired, your digestion starts slowing down, something starts hurting that didn't before, train yourself to look back and realize, you know what, I incorporated this, for example, and maybe it's not balanced for me. Same thing happens with skincare. So I'm covering food, medicine, skincare. It is so important to put natural 
products onto our body. Remember, our skin is our largest organ. And this is the way I break it down with everything that I'm talking about. Every single day, like I said before, we can't avoid anything. Every day, the nature of being human means we come across so much that our body has to balance with, has to handle. We can't avoid it. Pollution, toxins, viruses, you know, bacteria, UV radiation and damage, all of this. We can't avoid it, right? But our bodies are constantly working hard and we have to enable it to function at its optimum. And so just imagine if every day you're not paying attention and you keep putting toxic formulations onto your body, harsh preservatives, artificial ingredients, things that are not good for us, it just has to make our body work that much harder. And so that's the understanding of medicine in, in a kind of a big <laughs> nutshell here. That is so important to be aware of those. Things. And there are apps that can assist people with this because my kids, my kids use them. They can use yes. these apps where they scan the ingredients. Yes. And it can and it can tell you how toxic. I don't Absolutely. I can't recall which app it is, but I just want to let the audience know because there yes. there are ways that you can Yes. Absolutely. And there's some important ones that my kids just know. They'll read the back. I mean, sometimes it's a joke, but I'm happy about it. And people, you know, they're happy about it too. They know certain ingredients to stay away from. And just remember what I said, though, I really do stand behind balance. It doesn't mean you can never have a chip. You know, once in a while, my boys can eat these things because I expect that their bodies are able to balance with it. And if you if, if you don't ever let them have that in the way that I understand it, what's been passed down in medicine in my lineage and through Eastern medicine is that if you keep taking something away from your body, your body no longer knows even what to do with it. So just keep that in mind. But how much do you incorporate right into your daily? Well, life? and think about mm-hmm. how many how many people do the same eat the same yeah. things all the time, right? Yeah. They have the same, you know. Be aware. <laughs> be be aware. Change it up a little bit. Yes. You know, yes. you know and when you drive through the drive-through and you get the same, you know, whatever that is. But right. um, you know, I always get out of my car and go in. Uh, honestly, I, I just <laughs> do the drive-through. I, you know, and one and one of your pillars is movement. I, I, I was really, just going to go to that one. And and, and I and I think we learned that during COVID because everybody Absolutely. gave weight, right? Yes. I learned it. I I was like where did these pounds come from? Right. And because I wasn't walking upstairs and going into places and everything's like delivered right to you, we're sitting more. So now I'm all about, nope, I've got the chance to move. I'm moving. I'm getting out of my car and walking in unless it's like, of course, you know, pouring rain or something. Right, right. right. Those little conveniences are nice. But so you want to talk about movement next? Yeah, I love that you brought it up in that manner, because that's the case. Look at it this way. Movement is so important because whether it is speaking on mind, body, spirit, mentally, physically, spiritually, stagnation is not good for us. Anytime there's no flow and things are stagnant, it can lead to imbalance, which can lead to illness in our bodies, in our minds, emotionally, whatever that might look like. That is where movement can be one of the strongest and most effective ways to move our body, right? So I didn't really go into it nor am I going to go too far, but I think a lot of people are, are familiar with chi, or if you're not familiar with chi or vital energy that goes through your body, much like circulation of blood does, or just look at it as circulation, things have to move. If things do not flow, you are in trouble, right? And so- Gotta move. Yes. As our ancient sages and teachers have taught us for centuries, especially in our ancient traditions, Ayurvedic, yoga, Eastern medicine, traditional martial arts, it's really important to do so. And I also go one step further- coming from a lineage of traditional martial arts, that no matter what you do is great. If you love lifting weights, do it. Do it for five minutes. Like you just said, Sharon, and take moments to move your cheek because you will truly, there's something to say, go for a walk if you're if you're frustrated. That's, that's absolutely correct. It moves your cheek. Things start flowing again. You can think more clearly. Your emotions start to be balanced. You can emotionally detox, purify, right? And so, but I do stand by doing some kind of traditional practice, whether it is yoga, whether it is martial arts, in some way, shape, or form. I actually started teaching much sooner than I expected to Myung Sung Moving Meditation, which is based on principles of Qigong that have been passed on in my lineage. And they're very quick. I share them as much as I possibly can on social media. I actually just made a digital course because so many people have been interested. This is like moving faster than anything I've done so far in my life because people feel it so quickly. And why I am such a strong proponent of this is it's one thing to work out which again, I'm all for externally, making yourself look good, running all these things. But there's certain arts that have been passed down or practices of movement that have been passed down for centuries that help your organ systems function, that help your internal strength, 
right? And so external is awesome, but incorporate things into your life because you will be amazed at how quickly, because it's able to connect mentally, physically, mind and body through certain movements, through certain stances, breathing practices, it truly can make a huge difference in your life, not just physically, but also emotionally and spiritually. So amazing. And and so they go to your website for that. If anyone's listening um, are are curious about where to get those, it's, it's Janelle Kim, correct.com. So it's J E N E L L E K I M.com. And I do my best to, you know, be as active on social media because it really is a way that I can reach so many people and connect and, you know, all right, we will follow you. We will follow you. Okay, great. So now we're in meditation. Yes, which we honestly talked a lot about. That's why I did want to save that kind of to the last. But everything that we talked about today to kind of sum it all up, living meditation, it is active, it is dynamic. While I am a huge proponent of meditative practices of so many different kinds that will be seated positions, breathing techniques, standing positions, moving meditation, which is something, of course, I practice and teach. All of these things are so important to do, but true meditation is a part of our lives. I always say, do not do meditation, become meditation. What is meditation? Do you hear that, everyone? Mm -hmm. Do not do meditation, become meditation. Yes, and that's what I said before, too. It's when I meant meant being natural. That is very much what my father, the number one thing he did, Sherianna, to go back to what you said, how how did he teach you? How did he pass all this down to you? He led by example, and that's the Mm. truth. That's the most important thing. You have to lead by example as a parent, as a business owner in your community, if that matters to you, right? Because it always comes down. But yes, <laughs> super important. Right? It, 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 it's so true. And the research supports that in terms of, of how children learn, they, you know, observation and, and yes. mentoring and guiding and all of that is so strong. This is amazing. I'm I'm enjoying this so much, and I'm relating. You know, it's it's interesting, Doctor Kim, because I just this morning I was doing my I had some time for myself, and my oldest daughter was home, and she was kind of doing her stuff, getting ready for work, and everybody else was gone. You know, we had one of those glorious moments. Yes, only two of us. You know, with that glorious yeah. moment, like. Oh my gosh, the house is almost empty. This is amazing, right? What are we going to do, right? So she and I, and she's doing her little prep work with her food, and I'm doing my uh, movement practice outside. And then I, after my movement practice, I I sit, (laughs) which is, I just sit. I sit in the sun. (laughs) It's the best, everybody. I just sit. So I do my practice and then I sit down and just chill for a moment. And I literally, it's funny that we're on this, this, uh, that you're today for the podcast. Mm. I said to her, I feel like we're on spiritual retreat. <laughs> yes, I, I did. I said, I feel like my daughter, my oldest daughter is Megan. I said, I feel like we're on spiritual retreat. You're preparing right. the food. I'm doing this. I said, we're just on spiritual retreat. And I really believe what you're saying with the living meditation, just be on a spiritual retreat all the time. I was just going to say that. I love that you say that. There's no reason we can't be. Isn't it right? a flip of a switch? You know, one of the keys is change your reality. And actually that's not the one I usually talk about. We have be like bamboo and, you know, stop being drunk on your own thoughts and all of these principles that people love. And we didn't really get to talk about today, but one of them is change your reality. And that means with the flip of a switch, you really can change your reality in that moment. And so why? Why do we have to wait? And, and I catch myself sometimes too. It's important. We're human beings. Why do we have to wait to go to a spiritual retreat? Seriously, let's take that example. Every moment you can be that spiritual retreat. And that's yeah. a really powerful thing, no matter what is happening. It could be the worst day. And in my humble experience, what I believe very deeply goes back to how we even started and the name of your podcast, right, basically, is we ask spirit, we connect to spirit, to source, whatever that means to us, something greater than us. I think it's vital in this life. I'm not going to tell anyone what that should be. That is up for you, up to you to decide and to understand and connect with, but something greater than you. Because what happens is when you take that moment to pause, take that breath, to me also gratitude, mm-hmm. you know, in my hardest moments of my life, what I have found can lift you up the quickest is gratitude. Find a few things you're really grateful for. It changes your perspective. You change your reality like a flip of a switch. It is so right? true. It is. So true. I have found nothing more powerful. Then we incorporate medicine. How do we yeah. take care of it? Movement. 
You know, sometimes yeah. if it's a really stressful day or you think either you're tired or you feel like you're getting foggy, stand up and do a couple of movements. I, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I try to share because I'll be in the middle of a day and I'll do it and I'll think, okay, I'm going to share this with everybody because <laughs> it's authentic. Ask my team. It's very difficult for me to just like make videos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love that. Moment, You're right up my alley. Yes. Right? yes. And I'm like, yes. I cannot do it. I'm sorry. Oh, um, I'm the same way. I know I yeah. teach yoga the same way. I can't, I can't think no. about what I'm going to do ahead of time. I just no. got to let it come through me right. um, or anything, meditation. I love that. I, I love what you just said. And I hope everyone caught that where to flip the switch, to go on your spiritual retreat, just focus on, ooh, there's a fly in here, focus <laughs> on what you're grateful for. Right. There's your switch, everyone. Right. There it is. And even if you have, how old are your children? I was just, you know, we're definitely um, on the same page here. Nine <laughs> and five. They very much are. So my you're friend. in it. You're but in also it. So when busy. little one's around, oh, you better believe it. Yeah. around too. And also my experience of losing the most important person in my entire life, like my greatest nightmare that I can probably say, you know, that I've experienced in my life is learning many things from that. But one of them is life is short, you know, and I feel like I constantly remind myself of that. And that's really, it's really important to me because life keeps moving and we can all remember a time in our lives. I don't want everyone to necessarily go there, but when you are in a really challenging time, remember there's going to be a moment where you're going to be out of it. You know, it's a very interesting thing. And sometimes when we kind of think back, reflect, not get stuck and attached and overthink it, I'm a huge kind of proponent of not doing that because it's just harder on us, but acknowledge, gosh, I do remember there was that time and I felt like my life was over. I felt like, that. how am I ever going to get out of this? And guess what? Here I am right now. And I got over it and I got through it. And guess what? One day I'm not going to be here any longer. And it can be a little, I don't want it to sound doubt. I want this to sound sure. But sure. especially when, when you have kids, for me, I look at their little faces and no matter what is happening in this world, I remember the amount of time I had with my father and it quickly went away that when I look at them, you know what, really at the end of the day, that's part of my reflection, which I don't know if I share very often. I'll take that breath. I'll look at their little faces and I'll think, you know what, this, whatever is happening is not going to go away. <laughs> I'm going to be very aware of it. I'm going to always do my due diligence and, and my work ethic. That's all very important to me. But in this moment, I don't want to react in a way that's going to affect them because this moment already passed. It already passed. And they, it means too much to me. And that, that very much resonates with me too, looking at other people, but especially the littles, you know, whether they're your own or the next generation, you know, that's, that's our legacy. That's what we're leaving behind. And that's, and that's the way we can protect them. Yes. You know, we, because I know for so many families worrying about protecting our loved ones, whether yes. they're children or adults, you know, yes. um, we can protect them by really practicing these non-reactive states. So thank you so much. This has really been a wonderful conversation. I'm so grateful to know there's people out there like you I who agree. are behind some of these products. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, mean, I have a whole new view now of you know, what goes on, what goes on behind the scenes that someone like you with, you know, ninth generation is giving input into some brands out there. That's wonderful for us to know, right? Good. I'm so glad. Thank right. You. To help build the trust again, right? Yes. Because I know people get nervous and they don't trust and they have a negative experience, but um, there's some really positive things out there and good information. And that's great for us to, to be aware of and to take with us. I hope everyone goes and grabs your book. It sounds amazing. Um, I usually do have books, but for some reason I didn't get yours, but I'm going to get oh, it. I'm gonna, that's okay. You, you know, <laughs> however, however it lands. Um, yes. Everyone, once again, her book is um, My Young Song, correct? The, nice Korean, the Korean Art of living, to Living Meditation. Of Living Meditation. Living Meditation. <laughs> of Living Meditation. Yeah. yeah. Right, Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on Just Ask Spirit. Thank you so much for having me. Truly, it's been wonderful. Uh, and everyone, I'll be right back after the break with a little message from Spirit. So hang in there. Are you looking for a simple way to stay in shape and care for your emotions? Well, look no further. It's Sherrianna here. And I want you to know I have been teaching yoga for over 20 years. My style might be a little different. I include a little bit of cardio, yoga, breath work, and of course, you're going to hear my emotional detox teaching sprinkled in. People describe my classes as therapy. <laughs> 
So zoom in and practice yoga with me live on Tuesdays at 9.30 Eastern or Thursdays, noontime Eastern, where you can take it on demand as I record everything. Go to sherriannaboyle.com, click explore memberships to learn more. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Looking for a fun and relaxing getaway? Omega Rest and Rejuvenation Retreats are a great way to unwind and renew your spirit. Sit and read in the garden, explore the woodland trails, or try a daily yoga or meditation class. You can stretch your body, quiet your mind, and do as much or as little as you choose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 800-944-1001. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherriannaboyle.com. Everything you need to know is within you. All you have to do is trust your inner guidance and act upon what you receive. Practice raising your vibration and quieting your mind to receive the intuitive messages you desire with psychic medium Karen Noe. Mention discount code DREAM for 20% off when you register for Enhancing Your Intuition and Psychic Abilities at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, September 9th to the 11th. Learn more at eomega.org. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. Thank you for joining us today. That was an amazing conversation with Miss Dr. Kim. And I was thinking about it during the break about how to connect to, to just us spirit. And so while the break is going on, I always ask spirit, okay, what, what would be the message today? And spirit suggested, I tell you a story <laughs> and the story is about awareness. So it piggybacks on what Dr. Kim was just talking about. So it wasn't very long ago, I was in my kitchen and uh, I was talking to one of my daughters and there were, she was asking all sorts of questions about, well, what are we doing and what time is it? And lots, lots of the answers to these questions I could not give her because I'm not in charge of this thing that we were talking about. And I could feel her getting frustrated because she wanted to be a part of it, but at the same time, she needed to ask her work for time off. So as you can imagine, she was frustrated because I wasn't giving her details and I could tell that she wanted to, she didn't want to miss out. So I did the best that I could. Then I get in my car and I drive my other daughter to work. So I'm driving through the neighborhood and I get to the end of our street to turn on another street and there's a car there and it's like a, it's like a construction kind of a truck. And immediately I'm, I'm <clears throat> said to my, I said out loud, my daughter in the car, I don't know why they park here. I don't know why they park here. It, it blocks everybody's view. It's so dangerous. It's not a good, like I started ranting about where they park. Now, mind you, 
it's about 7.30 in the morning. (laughs) 7.30 a.m. in the morning, and here I am ranting about where they chose to park their truck. So I made the turn, I'm driving my daughter to work, and all of a sudden, awareness came over me. And I said to my youngest daughter, oh my gosh, I know what just happened. I picked up on Megan's frustration, right? So my oldest daughter, when she wanted to know the details, she was frustrated and I could feel her frustration. And here I am now feeling frustrated. And then I'm projecting that out onto the, you know, whoever this is. And so immediately I knew that's projection, right? I'm projecting and that's a reaction. So in emotional detox, we clear reactions. First, you have to know what the reactions are, though. You have to have that awareness. So as soon as I became aware, I thought, oh, my gosh, okay, I'm going to make sure I clear that today. I finished driving her to work, and I even said out loud to my daughter, I said, I'm going to clear that today because I just caught that. Dropped her off at work, drove home, and I took five minutes to go through the cleanse, seven steps of an emotional detox. And I cleared that frustration and I cleared the projection. And I got more clear. I was calm. And this is the way it looks for me when we talk about living meditation or self-awareness or spirit. This is the way it looks, right? So spirit just said, tell that story, right? Tell that story. So Everyone can kind of pull it all together. I know it helps me a good story to kind of make sense of how do we live our lives like this. Um, and it really is about, it begins with awareness and then it, and then a choice, right? I can stay in reactivity and I can keep projecting or I can choose to cleanse it, which means I'm going to move the energy inside my body, the emotional energy, So I can gain the wisdom and the insight and the awareness and the peace that exists in each and every one of us. Thank you so much for being a part of Just Ask Spirit, for tuning in. I'm so excited that you you decided to join us today. Remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Head over to sherryannaboyle.com. Check out my membership because I cleanse live with everyone weekly. Yes, we're live on Zoom. And I also teach yoga and other types of movement practices there. Love to have you be a part of that. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.